Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Monday morning. It is Monday, April the 24th, 2023. How the hell did April just... Cruise on by. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci. We are knee deep in playoff action. We got a lot of that covered uh, today on the show. Obviously, a lot of things happened over the weekend. It is officially NFL draft week. So the mojo stocks, you have to keep your eyes on all that because they're going to be moving, moving fluid. I've seen guys pass guys already. I've seen more mock drafts than I can possibly handle at this point right now. So I have, there's first of all, the Cowboys, as far as my team, I, we're getting 17 different players. So Mock drafts are fun, but until it actually happens on Especially Thursday night, when you're picking in the twenties, bro. You have no clue. Yeah, that's a, like it's always best player available to me. Once you get out of that like top fifteen, top I mean, sixteen range, realistically, a lot of these GMs are going to say best player available anyway. It, it gives them something going into the draft where they don't have to talk about their fan. What are we going to do? What are we? Best player available is the easiest answer. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, deep. Yes, in the twenties, hundred percent. That's I'm all for it. Um, but uh, I guess we'll get more into the NFL draft. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, and obviously Thursday is the draft night. And then Friday, we can recap some of the, the events that took place on Thursday night. I do want to start with one thing in the NFL, and that is a big-time suspension coming down for, I guess you can call him a star wide receiver, even though last year he didn't really pop off because of his injury. Uh, Jameson Williams, along with five other players in the NFL, have been suspended uh, for gambling. Uh, now, two different, twofold thing, right? A couple of the Washington Commanders players and other players bet on the NFL, they're suspended indefinitely. They got the Calvin Ridley treatment. Sorry, no appeals are being um, seen or heard, so they're gone. Um, Lions, however, made a little bit of a different mistake, including Jameson Williams. He went out and placed a bet on a different sport, but he was, like, sitting at his locker. You can't do that in the NFL. Um, but my question to you, Chris, with with a guy like this, who we've seen very, like, little, obviously the, the tiniest sample size, another six-game suspension in which he's only going to play 11 games next year, as an investor in the mojo market where you were whispering his name way early last year before this all popped off, does this hurt him a little bit? Like, as far as your long-term investment, is this going to be a guy that you're like, oh, now i got to worry a little bit? I don't think so. Long-term, I mean, obviously it affects his ability to create bank value in those six games or five games or whatever it's going to be. Um, I don't know if they're going to reduce that at all. They probably won't because it's game. No, no appeals are being are, heard. So then six games out of the gate, it's not great. Uh, it's not ideal, but it's worse for the Lions than it is for his overall stock price in his career. I think his week eight rolls around or whatever their bye week is. I don't know. Whenever he comes and plays, I feel like it's going to be a good time to get in on him. You know, so I there's agree. some opportunity here if you're looking at a long-term investment. You know, he probably took a little bit of a dip. You know, if you still believe in the talent. It's not. It's not like he got injured. There's a guy who got signed by the Lions this offseason, and he's now rocking the number zero, and it's Marvin Jones. So if anybody wants a little Marvin Jones season, he's back in Detroit where it all started. That's something to you know keep your eye on. You never know. Uh, but, again, it's detrimental to the kid's career. You, you definitely don't want to catch a suspension after missing practically 75 to 80% of last season already. So it's like we're going to be waiting for this guy to explode, and maybe it does happen at the back end of next year. But the Lions now have to weather that storm. They have to they have one less option for Jared Goff to throw to, and the Lions obviously have been a feel-good story, not outside of the, the Green Bay Packer Nation. But the Lions in the NFL have all of a sudden emerged as a, as a contender. So you just want to keep See all your ducks in a row. when they're when they're considered to be a good football team out of the gate and – 
I don't know. I mean, the Lions did look good last year, but let's not forget how better bad, I want to say how bad their defense oh, was. was they, this team had they some did get rid of that, the, the coordinator's gone. Aaron Glenn's not there anymore. And, I don't believe. And they lost Jamal Williams, who I think was a big leader as much as he did in the you know goal line situations. Besides that. I don't know that Montgomery is going to be replacing. Is right, be David able to Montgomery. Yeah, new look the void over there that too. Jamal Williams is leaving. Totally forgot about that, uh, David Montgomery over there in Detroit. So we'll see how that happens. We'll monitor this. It's just my the message to the NFL players is pretty simple, man. Don't do it at the facility. And don't do it on your own sport. It's not hard. I understand there's temptations and stuff, and we're doing it right here. We're telling you to go on to an app right now and drop your money and invest it, right, and do all this stuff. But we're not telling Jamison Williams. But we're not right. We're not telling the uh, the star quarterback of another team. Hey, listen, your stock's down right now. But if you invest in yourself, you'll be able to do this, that, and a third. There's rules against it, man. So just follow the rules. It's not. It's it's truly not that hard. Um, all right, let's get into some NBA guys. It is. An amazing weekend of NBA action. The playoffs went absolutely ham over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Got to start and give all the flowers to my New York Knicks, boy. I mean, look, and I'm not going to sit there like, well, you said they lose. You got to be surprised with the way these guys are coming out and playing. Back in the garden, and they rocked it. I've been saying that since day one, and I'm still going to say that they're going to get spanked in the next series. I'm a bona fide Knicks hater, Dave. This Uh, is just who I am. Seems to be. I have to admit, I'm more concerned about the Milwaukee Bucks, but for the Knicks' sake, if Miami could sneak by Milwaukee, they don't reseed. That would be a, a Miami Heat Knicks to see who goes to the ECF to get spanked by whoever they play in the next. <laughs> I round. don't know about that. Uh, what if I it's mean, the Sixers? I think the I think the, the Cowboys. I think the Knicks stack up well. I, I, if you look, I, I don't think they stack up well against well, the Sixers. Well. Um, if you look at what the what the Sixers have done, could be Boston. Knicks, it's even worse. That I is think. even worse. <laughs> I think I think what you look at what the Sixers have done to the Knicks over the course of the last, you know, this regime, Sixers kind of have the Knicks number. Um, and Embiid is that guy. The Knicks are going to really struggle to stop Embiid's Embiid. banged up. But really, I mean, I've been I've been trying to act like I know Knicks basketball and talking bad about them for a while, and they've proved me wrong. So that goes in, in terms of this season. I didn't think that they would finish as high as they did. There is a shred of the Nets just toppling over, and a couple of the other teams that I thought were better, Miami, that didn't materialize in the Eastern Conference this year, the Knicks weathered the storm there, and they managed to stay ahead of all those teams this year. I thought Cleveland was clearly a better team. Cleveland is clearly not a better team, right? (laughs) Do you know what this is? I don't know. It's the Jalen Brunson three-point thing. Nobody figured out. They asked him after the game yesterday? Jalen Brunson's on steroids. No, I'll relax with the accusation. 100%. Why? Because he's just playing out of his mind? No, last year he was kind of chubby, and this year he's kind (laughs) of... Oh Jack. yeah, because diet has helped uh, tremendously. Yeah, uh, anyway, no, he they got asked paid him, and then he went on a diet. They asked him what, what this meant. Like every time he hits a three, he does this thing where he covers his mouth, right? And it's a two finger three. And they asked him, they're like, "You gotta tell us, Jalen, what's it all about?" He's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it." And I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> very cold, cold he's like, as ice." It's like I'm on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's not. Um, but anyway, so no, the I Knicks. Mean, uh, uh, nobody look, talks steroids in the NBA. I but. have to. I have to. Throw this. Uh, listen, I'm not the Nick, the series ain't over. All right, I'm gonna tell you right now. I understand that we're going back to Cleveland now Wednesday night. How many NBA players and, do you think are on steroids? Uh, it doesn't get talked about enough because I think they're using steroids for different things. They don't use steroids to get huge. They get well, steroids to recover. I feel like that's almost all sports, though. It should just be legal across the board. But that's I digress. I'm not gonna have a conversation about steroids right now. But I will say is this: the biggest thing 
Obviously, you got the contributors. Julius Randle went cold yesterday. He was actually left on the bench the last seven minutes, which was nuts to actually watch. But it was great to see him engaged and cheering and getting excited for his teammates. Obi Toppin playing wonderfully. Josh Hart has been an absolute godsend for this team. Like The trade deadline acquisition for him was just the camaraderie he has with Brunson going back to college and then coming back to this team. It's just they're playing all world. My biggest question, though, where's Donovan Mitchell? Where's Spider Mitchell? Where is this guy? Because he went absolutely cold in the in the second half. He was 0 for his first eight. Like all of a sudden, it, do you take away any of his star hey, Spider power? Mitchell, <laughs> I know what I was going don't there. Don't you wish you came to <laughs> the Knicks? <laughs> no, I love that. It's great, but like, do you look at his star power a little differently if he gets smoked in, in five games by the Knicks and? and, and you talk about it, Ruben. I mean, <laughs> perfect. Do we look at his star power any higher than what it is anyway? I don't think it. It, it, it doesn't. He's not elevating his star power, his star in this no. one. That's for sure. But I think he's just who he is. And this is kind of why a lot of Knicks fans weren't really in on Mitchell, especially giving up all they had to give up to get him. All the players that you would saw, undersized guard, it wouldn't have fit in right with the Knicks. Apparently, what I'm reading from the comments, and then they would have had to give up the farm to get him. Obviously, that was a good no get, a, a good. I think right it now it looks that way. Sure, I think it was. And, and, and you know, going into the playoffs, there's a lot of teams, a lot of you know pundits and, and reporters saying if the Knicks just had that one more piece, they could go on a run. And right now, what you're seeing is they have created this one more piece. And I have to say this and publicly apologize to R.J. Barrett. My mm. man is balling over the last two nights in the Garden. He is absolutely feeding off this energy. The entire Knicks team is. It's an incredible, incredible series, and the Knicks are up 3-1, trying to close it out on Wednesday night. Um, across the board, I did say that Atlanta would pick one up, and they did. Uh, they, they picked one up in their series against Boston on Friday night, but then yesterday, a little different uh, situation. Boston just ran him out of the building. That series is now 3-1 as well, so two Eastern Conference series are about 3-1. You would assume that gets put away in Boston, right? I mean, yeah. that, that seems to be like, look, good job, Hawks. You picked one up. I don't know if that, like, again, I said they, they were going to. I just didn't think, I didn't think we were going to get back in the series, and they did not. So um, Boston over there with that series. Um, the I guess the, the tightest series right now is the 2-2 series between the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. Last night could have been a buzzer-beater win, but they, you know, the, the Warriors held on for dear life. You know, I look at this team, at, I, I, I kind of said it going into the playoffs, both, we'll talk about the Lakers in a second, but, like, those two teams, they looked at those two, the, you know, their opponents, and I'm like, all right, they're nice and they're good rounded team. And what we saw out of the Kings in game one and two, we're like, okay, Kings are for real. But then, like, they just, Golden State turned it on. Well, game three, like a it switch. was Golden State's game, you know, almost from the start to finish. Steph Curry played out of his mind in the first half. Um this game, though, this was a much better game, and I think that we're going to see – it's a preview of what we'll see to close out this series. Yeah, I mean – The final stretch of this series is going to be fun to watch for sure. I cannot wait until – it is Tuesday, right? Tuesday night they're playing? Yeah, it looks like uh, – which one called? Curry goes for 32. Clay went for 26. Uh, Poole went for 22. Yeah, they got, Fox is just that dude. And he Fox, had 20 yeah. points at halftime, I believe. Fox finishes with 38, and he has to be – that's the issue with the with the Kings right now is that you, it's not like you have to rely on one guy because they do have a nice little uh, rounded team. But, man, if Fox ain't on, then, then I mean, it's not even a game. Show me a team in the playoffs right now that that doesn't exist for. Maybe a couple teams where there's a second guy that could catch fire. You know? Sure, yeah. In terms of the teams that 
I mean, the Kings, nobody's expecting them to win the finals anyway, as much as they might have I didn't expect nice them to get out of this series, <laughs> so we'll they, see. I mean, we'll see, but they might not. They might not, but I think that the Kings are a well-put-together team. Sabonis is a really good player. I mean, don't forget, it's just that he's not a guard, so you're not noticing the ball go through, but he's a good player. He, he scores, he rebounds, he passes, he blocks. Oh, he's a lot of fun to watch. So Absolutely a lot of the fun. The Kings, I think the Kings are still going to win the series. You, the Kings? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I thought, I, to me... Steph Curry and company, that people could talk all they want about experience not really mattering as much. I think it does. I, yeah, I think going course, into of this, of course, it matters, but there could be the the same element where it's like these guys are hungry. Yeah, they no, I, I get that. Part. But when it comes down to it, how much experience comes into play when you have to cover somebody and it's there's seven seconds to go? You know, like you have to cover somebody. How much playoff experience? You played basketball your whole life. Just play defense in that situation, and you should be fine. Situational basketball, indeed. Hey, look, the Minnesota Timberwolves aren't going away. Um, they were down 3-0, and uh, they came out and won a game yesterday, 114-108. No series were going to be a sweep, unless you're talking about the Brooklyn Nets, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, but Minnesota's hanging around. They get themselves a game four win. That series is 3-1. We all kind of expect Denver to kind of put them away uh, within the next two games, but I I'm assuming it'll happen the next one. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, who were giving away tickets for $4 uh, the other day. You didn't go, though, right? You decided not to go. Um, the Brooklyn Nets got swept by the 76ers. Another, you know, the Nets story this year was was pretty interesting to see all the star power they had and then trading them away. And then those pieces that they brought back were actually role players and they actually started to contribute and put together something special. But to no avail, man. I mean, the, the Brooklyn Nets were plagued from this one from the start. Um, I didn't think they were going to do anything. Kudos to them for playing the way they played under the new head coach and, you know, piecing it all together throughout the course of the season to be the sixth seed. But it's over. The 76ers wiped the floor with them. That's done. Um, the biggest mistake of the entire NBA playoffs was Mr. Brooks talking about mm. Mr. LeBron James. Boy, oh, boy. I, LeBron James. I Listen. Guy's he, averaging like 15-3-2 this season. LeBron's averaging 29 Yeah. Like, it's it's seven. not close. Um I've never been, you know me as long as you've known me, I've never been a LeBron guy. I always felt like it was just kind of like, eh, I don't really want to. He's just like, to me, it's like Jordan will always be the best in my eyes. And people are like, well, you know, LeBron. I'm like, well, he flops and blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, Brooks made, he made a deal with the devil the other night by talking crap about the king. Because this dude has turned it on again, and I fully believe and I'm fully behind the Lakers to make a run, man. I, I truly, like, not only in this series, I'm saying just make a run through the West. I, I know it sounds ridiculous, but LeBron James, if he's even remotely mediocre and the and the star players around him have themselves some nights, like if you look at it, Anthony Davis dropped 31, and it was like the blink of an eye. We were watching the game Saturday night. We came, we went out and watched the game, and before you know it, it was like 17-2 to two or something like that. Like It was just like a, a, a Jordan shrug took this personally kind of game, and, and I think the, the Lakers just ran him out the court. And I think this series is as good as over. I, I truly do. It's only two one. It's not like it's they're not you know they got to play catch up uh, to the rest of the yeah, series. Yeah, it's not but. over over. This is still a winnable series for Memphis, but they're dealing with injuries down low. Uh, mm -hmm. Stephen Adams out for the postseason. John Morant, whether he looked how great he looked on on Saturday night is irrelevant. He's still dealing with the hand injury. He can't do it all alone. Dylan Brooks is a shadow of himself, and the shadow of himself isn't even that good. What was he? Would he have three points, seven points, or something crazy? Just a bad look. Couldn't get shots up. He's not able to create his own shot anyway. You have a guy that's just inept in a lot of areas on offense, talking 
about the, one of the best players of all time, if not the best player of all time. I don't care how old he is. He's putting up 38-7 and seven this season. So he's not <laughs> LeBron of Cleveland, not LeBron of Miami. Yeah, clearly. Thanks, buddy. No, he's his own we LeBron. Know. He's the LeBron of the L.A. Lakers they in still 2023. Have Davis. They still have D'Angelo Russell. They still have other pieces on this team. They got white boy Reeves doing his thing. <laughs> and... I just don't understand why guys like Dylan Brooks, where it's like, I understand what he's trying to do. Yeah, you want to try to you get in the headspace? He's like the Pat Bev type, the Draymond type. And I don't really like Pat Beverly. I think he overdoes it, too. Mm. Draymond Green at least has had a ton of success in this league, whether you could make the case that he piggybacked off of Clay and Steph There's Curry. a lot of guys that piggyback off Of course off he guys. has. Of course he has. But you could also make the case that he helped out, He helped Steph Curry and Clay be who they were by doing all the dirty work. So that's a good relationship that they've had over the years. I still think it's over. But when it comes to Dylan Brooks, it's like, bro, you're, you're trying to be someone you're not. Maybe you're going to be that sooner than later. He's a good defensive player. He's dialing player. it up. I mean, He's a good defensive player. But to me... There's more to see with Dylan Brooks and what he's going to say or not say for that matter because he didn't say shit after the last game <laughs> um, than there is one to see on the court. And you're you're realistically, the only reason why you're even relevant is because John Morant's the most hateable player in basketball, arguably, right now, and you're on his team. Which is ridiculous. So how fast did Memphis go from, like... The Man. darlings. Yeah, like yeah. it's like they were Sacramento last year and the yeah. year before. It's like, I'm very interested in this team. They're cool. They're young. They got jaw. To now it's like he injured his trigger finger? No way. And now... <laughs> And now everyone hates them, and they're trying to fight each other and fight people. And yeah, all this. it's like you know, if you're if you're the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, and you, you find out you about all this Brooks stuff, give me 40. you're just you like drop forty. I mean, it's like, what are you talking about, bro? Who have you even dropped forty ever yourself? Ever? No, I don't think he has. Is Dylan Brooks high? I, I don't What's know. it? Twenty seven? I have no idea. But all I know is you poke 30? the bear, you poke the king. Bad, bad, bad and decision so you come on your give point. Me forty. I don't respect you. It's like. He called him old, dude, and like LeBron just kind of said, "You're averaging 15." Just smiled. He just smiled, and it's like role player. And I never listen. And that's another thing. I never like the LeBron press conferences. I think sometimes they're very, very cringe. But this time around, you're looking at LeBron, and he's just like, yeah, "We won, like we won," and that, and that's really all it breaks down to. So he can chirp, chirp, chirp all he wants, but a win is a win is a win, and they get back on the court tonight. So that game goes down tonight. In Los Angeles uh, for game number four. Again, Los Angeles up two to one. Do you like them to, to put the, the foot on the throat tonight, or do you like Memphis to kind of make it a battle? I'm going to go with the Lakers because Memphis, I just talked so much crap about it. Not <laughs> you can't like, go back yeah, now. Um, yeah, yeah, but no. they're going to win. Yeah, right now. LA is probably going to, uh, to me, I think are, are going to dominate this game. Um, check your Mojo apps later on for some individual props. Again, LeBron, you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to, what do you call it, stoking the flame? Yeah, stoked the flame. That's what you did because LeBron's still alive, poke the and, and you poked the bait. All the little the the sayings you can p- come up with, you did it. You did it wrong, Brooks. And now your team is on the brink of about to be down three one if you lose another game in LA tonight. And obviously, the series we didn't talk about yet has goes down tonight again. Out of nowhere, the Miami Heat are up two one, and this is a big thing because obviously the Giannis stuff was a big contributor for them not, you know, to not have to worry about one of the best players, if not the best player in basketball right now, in Giannis, of not being in that game. So now, more than likely, I want to say he's ruled out again tonight. Like, all of a sudden, they, they, they were talking about him not even practicing until midweek this week, like getting back to basketball activity type stuff. And that was when everybody thought, oh, well, they'll just rest because they're going to just sweep away the heat. And all of a sudden... The Heat are up 2-1, and you're like, now you need to play. You need. You, there's no way. Like, Giannis needs to do everything in his power to be on the court tonight, no? 
Yeah, but it doesn't matter if he's injured. He's injured. You can't do much when you're hurt. It's basketball. What are you gonna do if your knee's not? What is, what is it? His knee? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you, I mean, no. There's not much you can do. There's no lateral movement. You can't really defend. You can't create your own shots. Um, Giannis has like issue creating his own shot off the dribble anyway. You know, he's the only reason why he creates his own shot is because he's 11 feet tall. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it's scary right now. I like the Heat. I really like the Bucks. Like, um, if I had to pick two teams in the Eastern Conference, like I want them both to advance, but they can't. I would really like to see the Heat against the Knicks in a playoff series for whatever it feel, reason. It feels like, like mid '90s type stuff, yeah. Um, and I feel like the Heat would be a clear underdog in that series. And I'll tell you who who isn't going to uh, crumble under the pressure in the Garden. That's going to be Jimmy Butler. If if they play that, he's going <laughs> to. There problem. was an unfortunate situation for um, butt cheek. Uh, no, for the Miami Heat um, this past week. Uh, a guy got hurt. Um, Tyler Harrow. No, well he's been out, yeah. but no, they out of bio. No, um, out of bio. No. no, they lost somebody for the series, and I'm drawing a blank here. I uh, lost somebody for the season. He ripped up his knee again, so the Heat will be a little oh, bit short oh, man. Oh, uh, it's That's what I was talking about. Um, so he'll be out for the rest of the playoffs as long as they can go. So we'll see what happens. It all goes down tonight. Two games on the dock tonight. So do us a favor right now. Follow us over there on the old social media. The way to do that, Twitter, Instagram, and the TikTok. All at Mojo, M-O-J-O. -O. That is the conversation to have to get on over to social media. And, of course, the Discord. That is the actual conversation if you want to get some tips and ways to do things um, over there on the old Mojo app. So, obviously, draft week's coming up. We got a big week lined up for you guys. We'll do a little mocking either tomorrow. Wow, the paper toss already. I, was, I wasn't in my clothes yet. I wanted to have a whole different conversation about the New York Rangers on how they couldn't finish the job or put the skate on the throat. Um, I wish I still had another paper to throw now. What? Another paper to throw. Yeah, nobody cares about okay. hockey, Dave. I care about hockey. I want hockey. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Give me hockey all day long. Uh, but, yeah, the Rangers couldn't get it done um, at home the other night, so that was defeating. But those NHL Stanley Cup playoffs roll on, so be sure to go check those out if you're an NHL fan. Um, but, yeah, so the draft's coming up. Did the Tampa Bay Lightning win? Uh, maybe, sure. I mean, I when, when it comes to the Rangers and stuff, I, I – Typically, don't like pay attention to the other series. The other series I am paying attention to is the Hurricanes and the Islanders right now. The Islanders thought for sure they were right back in this thing with a win the other night. They got spanked yesterday, five two. They're now kind of just like holding on for dear life. Um, I'm looking for the. I know you actually don't care, but now I'm curious. Um, yeah, I definitely. The Lightning uh, are down two one after their four three loss. So I'm sorry, uh, your Lightning are struggling right now, so they're gonna have to get back into. Who's the it. one seed in the East? The, the seeding is weird in the in the stuff, dude. It's so hard to Who's understand. Who's supposed to win? Oh, the Bruins. The Bruins. Oh, they, I can't root for <laughs> from a Boston team. What's wrong with you? Um, Damn it. Yeah. What about the West? Uh <laughs> what teams are in the West? Yeah. Better question. <laughs> Hockey, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute barn burners. So, yes, the NBA Nordiques, playoffs. Go the to Quebec Nordiques still a team? They're not the Nordiques anymore. They should be. I mean, NHL, you dropped the ball on that one. How are there, How is there not a Nordiques? Uh, I just, they're just not. Um, yeah, so that's that's a show. Have you watched any baseball over the weekend? Um, yeah, Volpe. Yeah, doesn't matter. They lost. They, well, they've been losing. The Toronto Blue Jays have no, their number. they won on Saturday. Yeah, but they lost yesterday. And it was Volpe Smoke. and Judge that that 
did work. And then they were invited. Both Volby and Judge were front and center at the Ranger game. <laughs> they lost in overtime. Uh, but, yeah, the kid's off to a nice start. I like how they moved him up in the lineup. So that's definitely a plus. So, anyway, that's going to do it here for today for the Mojo Market Report. Like we said, back here tomorrow and throughout the whole course of the week, we're going to get you ready and dialed in and ready to go for the NFL draft because we're excited over here. Lots of movement being talked about. Will Levis all of a sudden being talked about as the two overall and how the, the Panthers aren't going to take a quarterback all of a sudden. They're not taking C.J. Stroud, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of things to get into as the week gets long. So for Dave Sergio. Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow with all the NBA playoff coverage and, of course, getting you geared up for the NFL draft. See you guys tomorrow. I hope Mad Max the Cheat is enjoying his vacation. (laughs) 